Hi there, my name's Jack, and I love horrible movies. Each week on the Horrible Movie Podcast, producer Phil, a guest, and I talk about a horrible movie. We talk about the actors, directors, the budget, the box office, and like thereof. You also get silly songs, fake commercials, and too much fun to list on this promo. Available everywhere you get your podcast. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Recorded live. You know, at the time of uh, recording. You're listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast. Extra value. And now your host, Chad Bradley. Can I take your order? Hey, thanks for pressing play on the Hot Takeout Podcast. This podcast part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find your favorite podcast at www.spreaker.com forward slash Studio DNA. And while we're on the topic of this podcast, why don't you go ahead and follow it on social media so you can be in the know about contests and giveaways, which are happening real soon, unless you're listening to this months or years after the recording of this episode, in which case, consider what I just said, null and void. Either which way, just follow this show on social media. Just search Hot Takeout Pod. Be in the know about the cool stuff that's coming. And then you can make suggestions of artists you'd like to hear and or ask them questions when you find out they're going to be on the show. And on this week's episode, I finish up my conversation with Peabod, or as his parents called him, Isaac Peabody. Music he's into, things he likes, and why we both want to fight Lauren Daigle, or maybe I'm saying that wrong. Basically, you're going to have to listen to find out if punches were thrown. What music do you listen to that you just love? Oh, man. I like to keep up on on new stuff. Every new Music Friday, I'm just like scrolling through like what's what's new and exciting. So I definitely have like my artists that I'm looking out for stuff for. But I just I love discovering new bands. So but this last week, I was really excited about Anderson Pack's new project. I think he's wildly talented. I really liked, I don't know if you listen to like the Labyrinth C and Diplo, but they go by LSD because they're provocative like that, I guess. Mm-hmm, it's just like mm-hmm. this pop super group and their project is so good. All the production's amazing. I've been enjoying that. I really like the new King's Kaleidoscope record. Um, I thought that was really fun. I listened to a lot of Chance the Rapper. Yeah, man, I just try to consume as much music as I can. I think that like if I have the most eclectic taste that I possibly can, I'm not saying that 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 I'm achieving that, but if I'm if I'm striving to continue to broaden my horizons and what I'm listening to, my theory is that my music will hopefully sound less like one specific person <laughs> because it will be influenced by different genres and things. So, again, I don't think that's what's happening right now. I'm pretty sure that the Chance the Rapper influence and stuff comes through pretty clearly <laughs> in my project. <laughs> but my my hope is that as I dive into like Spanish music and music from other countries, but also just like different genres. Like I found a reggae artist that I was really excited about and I've never been into reggae before. So my hope is the more that I listen to different things that that'll all kind of hopefully make what I'm doing sound less like I'm trying to sound like someone else. <laughs> no, I, I I totally get it. And I feel like the, the more you listen to music and discovery, and that's one of my favorite things. I love discovering new music. You mentioned that you discovered some reggae I don't love mm-hmm. every song in every genre. I'm more of a, yeah. a like a specific artist or specific song. Yes, me too. I mean, it's like uh, it's like a chicken sandwich. Not to talk about Chick Fil A again, but uh, <laughs> it's like they they've kind of figured it out. They figured out the secret breading. I was gonna say secret sauce, but I don't like their sauce. 
they, they figured out the they figured out the chicken sandwich situation. Wait, I'm sorry. You don't like Chick-fil-A sauce? Okay, okay. Let me step back before I offend you. I would rather have their Chick, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, number one combo, pickle and all, dip it in honey mustard. The Chick-fil-A sauce isn't bad. It's just, I. that's okay. not why I go there. Okay, that's fair. Oof. That's fair. Because I was, I was like, oh man. Because like, I, I love their like buffalo sauce. So like, I'm not that's saying good. you have to only eat that, but... I was like, dude, are you hating on like the sauce right now? So anyways, you're fine. Continue. Blasphemer. <laughs> but they figured out the, the flavor of that that I really like. And it just comes back to liking what you like because you like it, not because it's in the genre of, oh, I only like pop music or I only like whatever. It's yes, it's good because it's good to your ear. And so I like discovery of music because of that, because I know there's a lot of people I'm, I'm worried I'm going to miss something. I have FOMO. I have a fear of missing out on yep. music. So I man, every time, every Friday, I just dig through Spotify's new release radar, whatever it is. I'm like, I want to find the next great thing that I'm going to love forever. Absolutely. And that's why bands like, you know, like we talked about Mumford and Sons earlier. Yeah. When they put out their first album, I was deep into like alt rock stuff. And then all of a sudden here comes this band with a banjo and no drummer that is topping charts. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I've got to pay attention to this. And all of a sudden I'm like, I want to hear some more music with this kind of instrumentation. And then I started like writing folk music and got super, super into it. So I think it's cool when there are those sort of like uh, you know, Spotify calls them like your taste breakers when they do their like yeah. year end thing. And it's cool because sometimes it takes one artist that you like to unlock a world of other artists that you might like, but not if you hadn't heard that first artist. Like my fiance is a big country fan. And when we first started dating, I was like, I hate all country music. You can't get me to listen to a single song. And then I found Chris Stapleton and he blew my mind. Then I started finding other artists that I appreciate, like Marin Morris, who's kind of pop country, but where I'm like, oh, I can no longer write off this whole genre because there's actually quite a few country artists that I really enjoy now. I'm not going to say I'm a country fan, but I'm a huge fan of these specific artists that are very country. So it's kind of like a humbling process, I feel like sometimes for at least for me, for the hipster mentality of like, no, I don't listen to that. But then it's like. You find that one thing that makes you excited and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with this now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like Sia and I like Lady Gaga. I shouldn't say that out loud because people will judge me, but they just, dude, I mean, they're insane. It's like sugar. They're so good. Crazy good voices. Absolutely. Lauren Daigle was that way with, uh, we got to see her a few weeks ago. Uh, Centricity hooked us up. Oh, cool. You say obviously a huge, crazy good song all over the country right now, but li just listening to her live, like I just kind of unlocked a love for that kind of more soul vibe, I guess is maybe, yeah. what, maybe I'm saying uh -huh. that wrong. Maybe it's not soul, but she's got like this very, just kinda, I don't know. It's, it's a sweet, sweet groove live yep. that I just, man, I, after that I started going through and listening to Gavin DeGraw, Maroon fives, like some of that old yeah. like piano pop. And I was like, yep. I'm, I'm in. Let me, let me jam out to this for a minute. Yes. Plus like Lauren's live show. She is so good for Christian music, man. Like not that, you know, there's anything wrong with how Christian music has done live stuff, but, but I think, you know, there's a lot of Christian bands. It's like you go in and it's the main guy, guitar player, bass player, and then like some tracks and I don't know, it's like tracks in the band and it's fine and good. But like, Lauren like messing with the instrumentation and the arrangements and 
having almost everything done live, but then the tracks controlled by a DJ, like it's just cool and creative. And it feels like it's competing with everything, man. Like, I mean, you know, she's doing all the billboard stuff and it's just cool. It's very, I think it's very exciting and inspiring what she's doing. She is great for Christian radio. She's great for Christian music. She's uh, she's one of those artists that is breaking a lot of barriers and breaking, stepping on, yeah. on a lot of toes. Man, I she is one of the, the nicest, sweetest, most genuine people. Yeah, totally. Tell you this quick story: when we were uh, when we were at the concert, went to the like this pre-show question answer time, and this little girl was probably twelve years old, and she asked Lauren, "Hey, did you ever struggle? Did you ever have doubt?" And for ten solid minutes. Lauren Daigle locked in on this little 12 year old girl and just poured into her like every Mm. truthful, like, Hey, life is going to be hard, but hang in there. Like God's on your side. He loves you. He's got, you know, and, and just like, just, I didn't care that I didn't get to ask her a question because I was just sitting there like, man, she just, I hope this little girl feels this moment. Like I'm feeling this moment because yeah, any question about who Lauren is and what she's doing in, in her motives or whatever just went out the window at that moment. I'm like, anybody can, I'll fist fight him. I will. I'll fist fight anybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was just like the nicest, most genuine person I've ever seen. And, uh, it was just, it was perfect. I was, it's what I, it's what I was hoping for out of that night. That's awesome. That's so good. Best reheated. What music do you listen to that maybe like that's old, like old music that you listen to that's still good to you? There's a couple like older musicals that I really like all the Stephen Sondheim stuff. I'm a huge nerd for. So like specifically uh, Sunday in the park with George is like one of my faves. My dad was a big musical theater guy. I mean, is um, he's he still listens to it, but he showed me Sunday in the park with George. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. Like once I was in a, a place where I felt like I understood what was because <laughs> when I was in my alt rock phase. I was like, this is dumb. Like musicals are dumb, but I like love them now. So (laughs) that's an older one that I love. I mean, that's not, it's not crazy old, but I really love electric light orchestra. I've been really enjoying them. I love, uh, some of the like earth, wind and fire, like that kind of era of, um, soul and funk, man, what else? I mean, the, the, I grew up like listening to you two and they're not like crazy old because they started like I think 1980 or 79 or something, but I've, I've listened to their whole discography since I was little. So they're great. I am trying to get like, be more intentional with going back and listening to the greats because I just get so excited about new music that I forget about how awesome old music that's new to you is. (laughs) So, oh, I mean like Stevie wonder. I mean, all those guys, that whole era was incredible. Hot and ready. What is one song that you're listening to right now that you just like, I can't get enough of this one song. What's that one song? Oh man. I'm going to put you on speaker while I I pull up my (laughs) iTunes library so I can do it. So I can pick one. Um, honestly, it's probably either. So probably either make it better by Anderson pack or King's kaleidoscope has a song on their new album called Naked Feet and Holy Fire. And that whole album is about like a return to childlike faith after being apathetic and dealing with, I don't know, Christians who have hurt you and stuff like that. And so that song, I just feel like is it's so honest and I relate to a lot of it. So, but the Anderson Pack one is just like, 
Oh, it's just like a good slow jam. It's about like him and his girl. They've been together for a long time and it's kind of hard and they're not really talking. And he's like, I want to, I want to make this work. So like, do you want to make it better? And it's just like a sweet, we're going to fight for our marriage kind of song from a secular hip hop soul artist. And I'm like, dude, they're not, I feel like when artists get to this age, they end up writing songs about like an affair they had or like, (laughs) or how they like hate their significant other all of a sudden. And not because that's happening to every artist, but it's just like, that's cultural, like for them to talk about like, well, this is my sad story, blah, blah, blah. So I love that he's going. Yeah. So I love that Anderson Pack Rice's song that's like, nah, we're going to fight for this thing. And even though it's hard right now and it's, it's just so sweet and groovy. Plus, Smokey Robinson's on it. So, I mean, like, come on. So good. Well, let me ask you a question real fast uh, from a listener. It is from uh, Instagram, Thomas underscore Strunk777 wants to know when you plan on releasing more music. Well, uh, we have a new single coming out in May. Um, It's called Hoodie. And this is probably my favorite Peabod song I've written maybe ever. I just I am just really excited about how it turned out. I mean, I haven't even heard the final mix yet, so I'm expecting to be even more excited about it. But that one comes out middle of May. And then there's another song that'll come out after that. And we're taking a little break and I am writing a ton and working towards a second album, which will probably be broken into like a couple EPs because that just seems to be the way to do it these days. Yeah, that hopefully will come. Hopefully we'll start releasing singles for that. I don't even know yet. It'll kind of depend on when the writing schedule goes, but it, at least two more singles coming before that and then a ton of writing and then a lot of new material. That's the plan. I saw in your bio that you do, uh, you can do impressions, but only of minor characters, not major characters of movies. What minor <laughs> characters can you do impressions of? So I can do like, uh, let's see, I can do like Snape from Harry Potter, who he's a pretty good minor character. Like he plays a big, a big, big role in that series. Um, so I can do Snape or I can do, I don't know if I could still do it, but there was a time when I could do cousin. Oh, what's her name? Isabel or Violet. One of the two from Downton Abbey, <laughs> like, like the, the Duchess's <laughs> sis, like sister or something. I could do a really good impression of her voice, but I haven't watched it in so long. I don't remember what it sounds like. Pick one that you've just mentioned and do, do an impression for me. Okay. I'll see if I can. Do I Snape. mean, I'll do, I'll do one first. I'll do one first. Oh yeah. Do it. Luke Skywalker. That's yes. Gonna get. That was really good. I was very <laughs> impressed. Okay, I'll try to do Snape here. I feel like I'm gonna burp in a second. Nope. Okay, we're good. That would be even better. Um, okay, <laughs> it honestly would probably work with his voice. Let's see what I can do. Turn to page three hundred and ninety-four. That's. <laughs> That's actually amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it probably sounds better over the phone than it will on my mic, but you know. Oh we'll, man, we'll I'll, see. I'll put all kind of effects on it. That's hilarious. Uh, so good. <laughs> that was great. And I have another one that I, I do that uh, it's uh, it's Adam Sandler singing Taylor Swift, but it's not. Ooh, it's not great. I would I would love to hear it. Okay, here we go. It it helps if you could see the facial expressions too. But here we go. I knew you were trouble when you walked you. So <laughs> that was incredible. I will probably oh delete God. this from the podcast because no, I'm kidding. I'm gonna leave it in. Cause I, I have no shame. That's where I'm at. Anything else that you would like to share before I let you go? Anything that you want anybody listening to know or where they can find you? Uh, yeah, you can 
find all my music and and merch if you want it <laughs> at uh peabodraps.com hint hint wink wink yep so yeah peabodraps is my handle for everything instagram twitter i'm sure if you search that on facebook it'll pop up but yeah if if you want to follow along we're gonna put out some more video content this year too so that's part of the plan and yeah for anyone else who's listening just uh i guess say a prayer that this would continue to be, I don't know, that I wouldn't make this thing more about me than it needs to be and that God would use it how he wants to. So yeah, I guess that's it. Long story short, if you're listening, you can buy his stuff and uh, that will help a lot. Yes, please. Please, I'm poor. (laughs) That would be great. So dude, seriously, Isaac Peabody, thank you so much for spending this evening with me. I truly look forward to seeing and listening to your projects come out in the future. And I plan on playing some of your songs on this podcast. And uh, please don't sue me. (laughs) Deal. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. And then if you wanted to, you could buy everything from his merch store. And while you're on the internet, follow Hot Takeout Podcast at Hot Takeout Pod, wherever you're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Be on the lookout for the next artist announcement. Make suggestions and ask questions. Get involved. Would love to hear from you. And it would be super cool, too, if you shared this podcast, if you like it, if you listen to all of it and you really enjoy it, it would be super cool if you would share it with your friends on social media as well. And honestly, it's worth saying again, thank you to Chris Love and Centricity for your help setting up the interview with Peabod. You guys are the coolest. Peabody.